0: okay hello everyone this is uh minister dennis payne i'm with the harvest field of uh, uh, ministry and i believe i got a word for you today and this is important you gotta get this this is very important i, I researched it and uh, it's imperative uh, that we get this and get it down um, uh, it's about uh, baptism we're going to be dealing with baptism today because a lot of people are confused about what baptism is. So we want to get into that. I did some research on it. A lot of people, uh, they, don't, they don't understand baptism. And I want to go uh, share with you the, uh, the importance of um, being baptized in the Holy Ghost. It's important to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. And a lot of people don't know that. They think if they got baptized in water, they think that's it. But I want to prove to you through Scripture that the baptism of the Holy Ghost is very important. That's the most important thing that any believer can have. I want to prove it through your Scripture. Okay? The baptism of the Holy Ghost. You need to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. Let me say that again. You need to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. The Bible said in the book of John, the first chapter, John the Baptist was talking. Jesus had come on the scene. And John said in verses number 33, uh, let me kick it back to verse number 29. The Bible said the next day John see Jesus coming unto him and said, behold, the Lamb of God, which take away The sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me cometh a man which is preferred before me, for he was before me. And I knew him not, but that he should be made manifest to Israel. Therefore I am come baptizing with water. Now, notice what John said I came baptizing with water. That's the baptism of repentance. That's John's baptism. That's what God told John to do. this the baptism of repentance. And John bearing records saying, I saw the Spirit descending from the heaven like a dove and abode upon him. And I knew him not, but he that sent me to baptize with water. The same said unto me, Upon whom thou shalt see the Spirit descended and remained on him, the same is he which baptized with water the Holy Ghost. Stop right there. You need to be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Somebody might be saying, well, what about, wait a minute. I was baptized as a child. I was baptized in water. But you need to be baptized with the Holy Ghost because I found this out and this is imperative that you know this. Without the baptism of the Holy Ghost, there's no way when Jesus comes back whether you are dead or whether you're alive, you're going to be caught up. There's no possible way that you're going to be caught up. There's no possible way. How somebody said, well, how do you know that? What I found out, if you can turn with me to the book of Romans, Romans, I believe it's Romans 8, chapter uh, verses 11. If you turn with me, you'll find out when Paul had wrote to the believers he said, Romans eight and eleven. He wrote this to the believers. He said, "If but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead, well in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead, shall also quicken your mortal bodies by the spirit that dwells in you." Are you listening to me? What are you talking about? What are you talking? About? I'm, I'm kind of confused. What, what what are you talking about? Well, what I'm saying is this. If the spirit of the Lord, which is the baptism of the Holy Ghost, is not in you, you are not going to get up out of the grave. Or if you're living during the time of the rapture, you will not be called up. You need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Because... What got Jesus up from the grave was the spirit of God. And what Jesus did was give the believers an example of what was going to happen to them. Uh, Paul wrote to the the, uh, Thessalonians. I believe it was. He wrote to the Thessalonians. I think it was uh, 1 Thessalonians uh, 4. Uh, he said these words. He said, um, "Let me get this real quick. First uh two, the two second chapter. Okay, wait a minute. He wrote to the Thessalonians second chapter. He wrote it. Uh, hallelujah." Anyway, he wrote to he wrote to the believers, he wrote to the believers, and he talked about the dead in Christ being rose, raised up from the grave. And they're gonna meet those that are alive in the earth. How is that possible? How is it gonna happen? It can only happen with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Let me share something with you real quick. Also, in the book of Acts, I'm gonna share it with you. In the book of Acts, the first chapter, verses, I believe, verses number Acts 1, I'm going to share it with you in Acts 1st chapter because I know a lot of people may be, they might be saying, but you know, no, 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 I, I got baptized, I got baptized as a child, I got baptized when I was 23 years old, I was baptized when I was 47 years old, I was baptized in water. The water baptism is good, the water baptism is good, but the water baptism is an outward statement to the public. That you are identified with Christ Jesus, meaning the baptism is twofold. It's a physical baptism and it's also the spiritual baptism. The spiritual baptism is important. The spiritual baptism important because without the Holy Ghost you'll never raise from the, you'll never get up from the grave. You need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. There's a lot of people. They've been baptized in water. they made a commitment to the Lord. They've been baptized in water, but they don't have the power of the Holy Ghost. See, with the power of the Holy Ghost, you can be a witness with the power of the Holy Ghost. The Bible said in Acts, the first chapter, Luke wrote this letter. He said this. He said uh, The former treatise have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach, until the day in which he was taken up after that he, through the Holy Ghost, had given commandment unto the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs. Being seen of them 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God and being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the fathers. Stop right there. What was the promise of the father? What was the promise of the father? The promise of the father was the Holy Ghost. Jesus had stated He stated in John the 14th chapter that he was going to leave, but he wasn't going to leave them comfortless. He was going to send them back the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost. So you need the Holy Ghost. Then he said this in verse number five, he said, John baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. You need the baptism of the, of the Holy Ghost. Without the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you got to get this. You will not get up from the grave. You will stay there. You will stay there. You will not get up from the grave. You said, well, I never heard that before. I'm reading it to you. I'm reading the scriptures. Jesus got up from the grave back the holy ghost he got he gathered from the grave by the holy ghost the power of god what was the power of the god the holy ghost that's the power of god okay then the scripture says again in verse number said but you shall receive power after that the holy ghost is come upon you And then you would be a witness unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. You need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. It's imperative that you have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Let me show show you something else. In the book of Acts, uh, I think it's Acts the 10th chapter. Acts the 10th chapter. In the case of Cornelius' household, God had sent Peter to go to the household of Cornelius and preach the good news. In the 10th chapter, in the 10th chapter, and I'm going to find this verse real quick. uh, 10th chapter, okay. Tim chapter, verses number, let me take it up to, uh, uh, verse number 30, uh, three. Immediately, therefore, I sent to thee, let me kick it back up just a little bit. And I'm trying to get this whole story so you can get, the, the gist of what I'm trying to say. Um, uh, Peter has an encounter, he has an account encounter with Cornelius and, uh, And he was asked to go to Cornelius' house. And Cornelius Cornelius explained to him in verses number 30. And Cornelius said, Four days ago I was fasting until this hour. And at the ninth hour I prayed in my house. And behold, a man stood before me in bright clothing and said, Cornelius, your prayer is heard, and your arms are had in remembrance in the sight of God. Send therefore to Joppa and call hither uh, Simon, whose surname is Peter. He is lodged in the house of one Simon, a tanner by the seaside, who, when he cometh, shall speak unto thee. Immediately, therefore, I sent to thee, and thou hast well done that thou art come. Now, therefore, are we all here present before God to hear all things that are commanded thee of God. Then Peter opened up his mouth said, and said of a truth. I perceive that God is no respecter of person. What are you saying? God is no respecter of persons in giving you the baptism of the Holy Ghost. If he gave it to them, he wants to give it to you. God wants you to be filled with his spirit because without being filled with his spirit, there's no possible way that you can live the life that Christ Jesus lived. The scripture even teaches as he is, so are we in Christ Jesus. You would never be able to live a Christian life without the baptism of the Holy Ghost. The scripture even teaches, it's not by power, nor is it by might, but it's only by the spirit of the living God that we can live the godly life. You are not going to live the godly life within your strength. You're not going to do it. The only way that we can live the godly life, we need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. See, when we have the baptism of the Holy Ghost, that's God in us. That's his spirit in us. And all we do is yield to the spirit of the living God. Therefore, it's not us that's doing the work, but it's the spirit of God in us that's doing the work. That's why it's imperative that you have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Because if you don't have the uh, baptism of the Holy Ghost, it's you that's trying to do it. It's you that's trying to do it. It's not him. It's you that's trying to live the Christian life within your own strength. That's not Christ Jesus through the power of the Holy Ghost living in you doing the work. That's you trying to do it. Now, he said in verse number 34, he said, Then Peter opened his mouth and said, Of a truth, I perceive that God is no respecter of person. But in every nation, he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is acceptable. With him, the word which God sent unto the children of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. That word, I say, you know, which was published throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached. How God, watch this, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with what? The Holy Ghost. Everything that Jesus did, he did by the power of the Holy Ghost. He did nothing of himself, he did by the power of the Holy Ghost. And for the believer, everything that we do, we got to do it by the power of the Holy Ghost. So he's saying in verse number 38 God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with what? The Holy Ghost and with what? Power. Power. What you talking about? Power. Authority through the person of the Holy Ghost who went about doing good and healing all that were what oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. How do you think that Jesus did all of this? He did it by the power of the Holy Ghost. Now, and then he said in verse number nine. And we are witnesses of all things which he did both in the land of Jews, of the Jews and in Ju- Jerusalem, whom they slew and hanged on a tree. Him God raised up the third day and showed him openly, which means God raised Jesus up from the, th- the dead the third day and showed him openly before the people and not to all the people but unto the and but unto witnesses chosen before God even to us who did eat and drink with him after he rose from the dead and he commanded us to preach unto the people and to testify that it is he which was ordained of God to be judge of the what quick and the dead And to him give all the prophets witness that through his name, whosoever believeth in him shall receive the remissions of sin. Now, while Peter yet spoke these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word of the word of God. Now watch this. Notice in this case, the Holy Ghost fell on the people. Before they, they were even baptized. The baptism, the physical baptism came later. The Holy Ghost came first. Now, I'm not saying that the Holy Ghost uh, won't come later. You could be baptized in water first and then the Holy Ghost come later. Uh, In this case, the Holy Ghost came first and then they were baptized later. What I am saying, without the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you will not get up from the grave. You will stay there. You need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You're not going to get up. From the grave, without the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That's the Spirit of God living in you. The Spirit of God living in you. The baptism of the Holy Ghost is God himself. God's Spirit living in you. Hallelujah. And then you can be a witness. You can be a witness for Christ Jesus because it's Christ in you. The hope of glory. He's on the inside of you. Then you can be a witness for Christ. Without the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you can't even be a witness for the Lord Jesus Christ. You can't be a witness because that's you trying to do it. That's not him that's doing it. But when he's in you, that's him doing it through you. Verse number 45 said, and they, 44, while Peter yet spake, These words, the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word and they of the circumcision which believed were astonished as many as came with Peter. Because that on the Gentiles also was what poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost. You need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You're not going to make it without the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You're not going to make it without the baptism of all the Holy Ghost. Number 46 said this For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Then answered Peter Can any man forbid water? Now notice, the water came later. Remember what I told you? The baptism is twofold. The baptism is twofold. It's twofold. The baptism, the physical baptism, the physical baptism. When we physically get baptized in the water, and the word baptism means immerse. It means dipped in, which means that you've been dipped into the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's Christ Jesus Himself baptizing. You in the body. That's the spiritual baptism. The physical baptism is when we go down in water. When we go in water, it's an outward statement to the public that we are identified with Jesus Christ. But the most important baptism, the most important baptism is the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Now, then he said this. They make first you know, uh, forty six, for they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Then answered Peter, can any man forbid water that these should not be baptized which have received the Holy Ghost as well as we? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then prayed they him to cherish certain days. He commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Which means, in this case, the physical baptism, the water baptism came later. The spiritual baptism came first. What am I saying? The spiritual baptism you need the spiritual baptism of the Holy Ghost. am I saying you don't need the water baptism? Yes you need the water baptism. the water baptism the water baptism the is a public statement that you are identified with Christ Jesus but you need the power. you need the power of the Holy Ghost. that's what you need. you need the power. Of the Holy Ghost to be a witness for Christ Jesus. Because you're not going to live this Christ, the life of Christ Jesus, within your own strength. It is not going to happen. It will not happen. You need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Jesus had talked about that baptism in the Holy Ghost and even in the third chapter. When he was talking to Nicodemus, he talked about the baptism of the Holy Ghost right then. How do you know that he talked about the uh, Holy Ghost? I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to have to go leave you, but I'll be back. In the third chapter of John, the third chapter of John, let me say this real quick. There's some dialogue between Nicodemus and Jesus, okay? The Bible said there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a man, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, teacher, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. No man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. How was he doing those miracles? He was doing it through the power of the Holy Ghost. That's how he was doing it. Somebody he did it by God. You can't separate God from the spirit. God is the spirit. God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. Jesus answered and said unto him, verily I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, verily, verily I say unto thee, except the man be born of what? Water. And of the what? Spirit. With a capital S, the Holy Ghost. He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh. And that which is born of spirit is spirit. You need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You're not going to make it. You're not going to even make it as a witness. You need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. So right now, I'm going to have to leave you, but I'll be back. I'll be back. I'm going to have to leave you now until the next time. God bless you. We love you in the name of Jesus.